Welcome everyone to Betting with Babies Christmas Day special. We are recording live after a hectic Christmas morning with the kids for all of us, but we've got a great episode planned tonight. The team is absolutely on fire. December locks are up to 20 and 4 on the month. Our premium picks are coming through for our followers on Christmas Day, currently 3 and 0 and a sweep up to the Clippers tonight at minus two and a half. Tonight, we'll be talking about NFL Week 16 pod picks, our anytime touchdown scorers, and a Christmas-themed dad question to end the night. But before we get into that, I've got my normal Captain Morgan private stock. I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. I'm with my co-host, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? What's up, Amato? Christmas Day has been great. I got a brand new mic from the wifey. I got a Toomey backpack from the mother-in-law. But most of all, I got to witness my son experience his first actual Christmas. And it was so much fun seeing him rip off wrapping paper, play with new toys. It was pure joy all around. Uh, Matt, how, how was your Christmas? Christmas was good, man. Kids had a great time. Um, I got to discover the gifts that we bought the kids as they were opening them because I did not do any of that shopping, but I really appreciated all of them. Uh, Solid day all around. Love it. All right. Well, we've got an accelerated version of our episode tonight. Because it's Christmas, we want to get straight into our pod picks and our anytime touchdown scores. So I'm going to run through a quick recap of last week. It wasn't pretty overall as the team went one and three for our pod picks on NFL Sunday. Uh, So rough week for us. We've been working all week, finding the data, finding the lines, making sure that we can do better for you guys this week. And we feel really good about the matchups we've got for week 16. So getting into our pod picks for week 16, Teddy, kick us off with your first winner this week. Yeah, I feel really good about this game. Colts minus one and a half. They started at plus one and a half. The line moved all the way down to minus one and a half against the Steelers. Steelers are in a free fall. They don't look good on offense. They're not stopping the run on defense. And I think the Colts top 10 defense will be able to do just enough to beat the Steelers. I'm taking the Colts all day. Maddie. Give me some stats. All right. So 81% of the cash and 64% of the tickets have come in on the Colts. With respect to the Colts offense, expect to see a heavy run game from them as their offensive line holds a 41% advantage over the Steelers, but also holds a significant disadvantage in the pass rush. With respect to Pittsburgh's offense, the Pittsburgh offensive line is at a disadvantage against the Steelers defensive line and additionally is at a disadvantage against the Colts secondary. All right. Well, Pittsburgh has looked bad. Uh, the Colts have been the best defense in the league from, from week one on. But I really think this is a trap game. Uh, looking at the money and hearing what you got to say, Matt, I think the Steelers actually have a chance to upset the Colts here. So I would just advise our followers to just watch the money a little bit. You never want to take uh, when Vegas is uh, completely against the money. But the stats back you up, Teddy. It's a good pick. Colts should win this game. So you fade and follow in a motto. 
I'm going to fade. I'm going to fade the public right now. Given what I'm looking at at this very moment, there's 88% chance that the line is going to even go up in favor of the Colts even more, looking the way the money goes. So I'm going to fade this one. All right. Well, my second pick is going to be Buffalo minus seven. This pick is purely based on because the Patriots offense is trash. There is no D. Harris. Cam Newton. Has anybody watched Cam Newton throw the football these past couple weeks? Amato, you watched him? Oh, I've watched him. It's uh, trash. I've been, wa- I've been watching Cam throw it all year. And if it's over 15 yards, that ball's getting thrown right into the ground. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable how he. And what's crazy is Belichick still trots him out as a starting receiver. I mean, starting quarterback, excuse me. They should, it, well, you might be onto something there. They should start putting him out at receiver because they have no receivers on that team either. Agreed. Well, and he's like 250 pounds, so he could probably tack on 10 more pounds to be a tight end too. But he can't throw the ball. Patriots have no run game. I don't think their offense can keep up with Buffalo. So I love Buffalo minus seven. Matty, what do you got? For All right. So 93% of the cash and 64% of the tickets are on Buffalo, which is a big, big number. Geek. Taking a look yeah. at New England's offense, you know, as you guys mentioned, it's not good. And then when you take a look at the wide receiver cornerback matchups, Buffalo's cornerbacks absolutely dominate that. On the Buffalo side of the ball, they hold a huge advantage in the tre- trenches with a 21% advantage against the pass and 31% advantage against the run on the offensive lines. Wow. Those are some good stats. Another scary number for a Vegas trap here at week 16, but I've got no reason to go against Buffalo. They are absolutely scorching hot right now. Allen looks like the real deal. And you're right. I mean, that Patriots offense is sad and I don't know what they're going to do. This would be a week where if they don't get off to a fast start, this is where you would bench cam, right? You would have to get at least a little bit of tape on your backup quarterbacks just to see what you're going to do going into the draft. And so if Buffalo gets off to a hot start, I think they roll, and uh, we could be seeing the bench players from New England finishing out this game. I'm going to follow. Follow the pick. All right, Amato, give me your two picks. All right, so we're going to start off in Dallas. They're going up against the Philadelphia Eagles in a division game. It's always an ugly game when these two play. Right now, the Eagles are favored by minus two and a half, and I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Uh, I'm going to take them with the plus points at home. Whenever you see an NFL team at home giving points, you got to take a second look. I think the Cowboys are starting to hit their stride. They've got way, way more athletic talent on the field at all times against these Eagles. And I think the public is way overexcited about Hurts. About and so I think the Cowboys roll here. They've proved me wrong many times, but I just can't get away from them. There's something about them. I can't get away. I'm going Cowboys plus two and a half. Matty, stats, what do we got? All right, so we have 55% of the cash and 55% of the tickets are on the Eagles. So pretty evenly split across the board there. On the Cowboys side, all of the Cowboys wide receivers have an advantage over the Eagles secondary. And then also on the Eagles side of the ball, Jalen Hurts has one of the worst quarterback grades on PFF. He's putting up tons of fantasy points and it looks great on the field. But when you're actually grading play by play, uh, very poor scores there. And then taking a look at the Cowboys secondary against the Eagles wide receivers, 
I can't believe I'm actually going to say this, but the Cowboys secondary holds an advantage over the Eagles wide receivers. That's how bad they are. That's a first. I like it. Teddy, what are you thinking? You know what? I was going to, I was going to fade you. And then Matt talked about how bad Jalen hurts is playing comparative to his fantasy numbers. So I'm going to follow you because fantasy numbers are very deceiving. We can't follow fantasy numbers. We can't follow the highlights. If he's not playing well and, and statistically he's not playing well, I'll take the Cowboys right with you. Uh, what's your second pick? All right. So keep it moving. We're going to go with a afternoon game. We've got the LA Chargers trying to go back after a nice victory from last week. They are up against a division rival, uh, Denver Broncos. Chargers are minus three here at home. Herbert has been rolling. He looks like a stud. Eckler is that just missing piece. I mean, that guy, I don't know what his contract situation is in LA, but if he's entering free agency anytime soon, he's going to be somebody that everybody should take a look at. I'm excited about this game. I just love watching the Chargers play right now. I don't know about you guys, but this offense is just fun to watch. And going against the Broncos, I think it's going to be a close, dirty game. But ultimately, I think the Chargers have enough here to edge them out and uh, cover minus three and a half. Matty Stats, what are you thinking on this one? All right, so we have 70% of the cash is currently on the Chargers, as well as 75% of the tickets. Taking a look at the Chargers' offense, they're projected to get absolutely dominated in the trenches by Denver's defensive line, with a negative 31% disadvantage against the pass and a negative 51% disadvantage against the run. For the Broncos offensively, the Broncos offensive line holds a slight advantage over the Char- Chargers de- defensive line, especially with Nick Bosa being uh, inactive this week. And then taking a look at the wide receiver cornerback matchups, Denver's wide receivers are all at a disadvantage against the Chargers secondary. Teddy, follow or fade? Oh, I'm fading this pick. No Bosa screws up the whole Chargers defense. They're not even that good to begin with. I'm going Broncos plus three. Let's go Noah fan all day. All right. So those are our picks. We will put them on the page pod picks. Uh, we've got chargers minus three and Cowboys plus two and a half coming from me, Mr. Clutch. And for Mr. No days off, we've got Buffalo minus seven. And Teddy, what was your last pick? The Colts minus one and a half. Colts minus one and a half. All right. So those are locked in. We'll get them on the page posted Sunday morning. And right now, we're going to get into everybody's favorite segment, Betting with Babies Anytime TD Parlay. This is where we look at the lineup. We put into play who are our TD scores for this week. We're going to recommend you the top six touchdown scores to put in uh, to your plays this week. And we like to parlay them all together. So we'll post our parlay on the page. Know that we're riding with a six-player parlay this week. And we're going to talk about how we got to these six players on this podcast. Maddie Stats, kick us off with the first player that will be in our Anytime TD Parlor. Derek Henry. Uh, Derek Henry has scored more touchdowns since 2019 than any other player in this league. Um, just it's second half of the season. Game script's going to be great here. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I'm locking in Derrick Henry. Love that pick. Guy's an absolute men amongst boys right now. He cannot be stopped. 
Derrick Henry, lock it in. Teddy, who's next? Can I pick Kamara? Uh, <laughs> uh, I would love to put Kamara in. I'm not sure if we'll get that ticket in. For those of you guys, again, we're recording Christmas Day. Kamara's already nice. scored six touchdowns today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we could really look like geniuses and say, hey, Kamara is going to score this afternoon. But we're really recording. It's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Kamara's off the board. Whoever had him in fantasy is having a great day today. But let's put a Sunday game on the board, Teddy. Who's our next touchdown score? Real quick, just to read off his numbers, 22 attempts, 155 yards, six touchdowns. Oh, and by the way, three three receptions, 17 yards. In, in my fantasy league, at least, 57 fantasy points for Kamara. That's yeah. insane. That's a league winner. The crazy, is, thing, the crazy yeah. thing, too, is they gave him – they gave him a, a run on first down, first and goal at the one. He didn't get it, so they put in Tyson Hill to punch it in. But they could have easily gotten him seven touchdowns. If Because they came back later. They came back later in the game and got him a two-yard touchdown run. Yeah. Yep. If Sean Payton didn't have this massive love for Tyson Hill, Kamara would have had seven touchdowns. Yeah, no, they, it's, <laughs> it, that love for Hill is kind of weird. but um, yep. They're vocal about it. I'm pretty sure they're living together now. Yeah, 100%. I am going to take David Montgomery against the Jags. A couple of reasons. Jaguars defense is trash. Second reason, Montgomery last four games, 434 yards rushing, 137 yards receiving, five, count them, five touchdowns. David Montgomery is getting into the end zone. Who's next? I love that pick. He's on fire. He's very underrated right now. I think the people have kind of looked away from the Bears over the last couple of weeks, but he has been a standout for sure. David Montgomery, lock him in. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. Looking for a rebound here. He did not get in the end zone last weekend. He is going up against the Tennessee Titans. Titans have given up the fifth most points to wide receivers in the NFL. I think Devontae Adams bounces back in a big way. He's definitely going in for one, but I wouldn't be surprised if he goes for two plus touchdowns this game because Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are looking to break records together. I'll give you another one. Jonathan Taylor. That Pittsburgh run defense, very shaky the last couple games. He's been getting the ball a lot, especially in the goal line. Data backs it up. Also, I took the Colts, you know, in my pod picks. I'm backing it up. I'm doubling down on the Jonathan Taylor touchdown run against the Pittsburgh defense. Who else has got another pick for me? Matty Stats, you're up next. We're looking for our fifth touchdown scorer. Who do you got? Uh, I am going to go with Travis Kelsey. And uh, there's not much more to say around that. The guy is just an absolute monster. A huge advantage. Uh, there should be some good points in this game. Atlanta's defense doesn't really do much there. So Travis Kelsey, lock him in. I like that pick. A high-scoring game there for sure. That's a game I'm looking at the over as the line moves. Julio Jones is out, but I'm hoping Atlanta can, can find a way to score just to keep the ball in the air for the Chiefs. Love that Kelsey pick. Lock him in for number five. And then to close out the parlay, we're going to go with a regular here. He gets in the end zone often. His name, Nick Chubb. He is going up against the New York Jets. We went pretty heavy on Cam Akers last week. 
and that was because he was going against the Jets. Cam Akers went in twice for a touchdown that was called back by a penalty. I think Chubb has no problem getting in the end zone against the Jets. I do think this is a close game. I'm not going to get into my Jets talk here, but I do think it's a close game. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's put Chubb in number six touchdown score to close out this parlay. You, you think it's a close game? I think this is a closer game than the line, right? So the so the Jets right now are currently plus nine and a half. Uh-huh. They're only getting 15% of the tickets, which I get. The public is really riding the Browns hard. This is another one where you got to look at Vegas and say, the NFL is a dangerous place. And they could trap you here in week 16. They're trying to get all everything that they got from you before the regular season's over. And the Jets are a team that have just underperformed all year. Wayne, if you're listening, you've got all receivers that are playing this week. Everyone's out there. Darnold's out there playing for his absolute life. Imagine a guy on a lifeline. He's only 22, but he's on a lifeline. They're going to give them a tough game. And they could actually win this game. It might be the underdog parlay that we post on Sunday. I'm not sure yet. No guarantees. But what I do know, Chubb's getting in the end zone. You know what? This is what fucking Jet fans One do, win. okay? You get crazy. As the as we get closer to Sunday, hottest Jet team in the NFL, NFL, baby. The hottest team. You won one fucking game. Hottest team in the a NFL. Little, We're going for two a in a row. A little taste of momentum. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my God. Jet fans are so fucking delusional. And I'm not yelling at you. It's Jet fans across the board. I live in New York. I hear about it all the time. I mean, it's fucking crazy. You get one win, and you think you're going to just run the fucking table the rest of the season. You guys, I mean, let's get back to the parlays, because I, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here. Yeah. We, we're, going all, we're going all six? We're going a six-team parlay? It's Christmas, boys. I think we go all in on this. I love these picks. I mean, we had a couple extra days to prepare. We've got all the latest data coming in on these games. I love this. We're gonna let's give it a quick recap. Maddie stats, can you read off our six touchdown scorers for this week? Just so the followers know who's getting in the end zone. Yes. So we have David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Travis Kelsey, and my man Derek Henry. Fucking crush that. Cash it in right now. Put the ticket in, boys. If you're in a legal state, FanDuel, DraftKings, put this one in. Make it a great end to your Christmas weekend. I like that one, guys. We're going big on this one. If you do see a change, we're not trying to trick anybody. It's only because more data has come in and we think there's a better chance for a winner out there. But I like what we have on the pod right now. All right, so we've got our sixth player anytime parlay touchdown scores locked in we'll get it on the page let's move over to dad life as it's christmas day i'm sure we've had some crazy great christmas stories from this morning um, and i know we got our question of the day coming this week uh, but boys how was being a dad this weekend being a dad was awesome uh luca opened gifts for the first time which is really cool and got excited about them so i had a pretty good day what about you matt wow Week was great. Kids got a bunch of gifts. They're happy campers. You know, had to put a lot of stuff together today. I don't know about anybody else, but I had some little miniature kitchen thing to put together. It uh, was a total of 241 screws. Oof. Oof. You got eight gifts or more? Uh, <laughs> they got those and more. <laughs> okay. Just to it. Wild. Yeah, I mean, that was my big lesson today, too, with all the gifts that you get. I spent my whole afternoon putting together 
toys, gift, all good stuff. Batteries, you need everything. Agreed. Agreed. All right, so what is our dad question of the day? Uh, so I got a good one for you guys. I got this one last night, Christmas Eve, putting Layla to sleep. Oh, uh, shit. Tucking her in, you know, trying to, like, make that quick in, quick exit when you're going to do the tuck in. And, you know, she just pops out and she goes, Dad, how will I know when Santa is here? And I, I said, you'll hear the reindeer. And she said, well, what? I don't know what a reindeer sounds like. So that's my question to you. I want to hear your reindeer sound. Wow. Teddy, so, you got to be first on this one, man. So, I, feel like you, I feel like you got this on deck, ready to go. Wow. You feel wrong, first of all. Second of all, uh, a reindeer sounds like a miniature horse. So a, a pony, I guess, would be what we're talking about. Could, could you be more descriptive? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's it's kind of like the um Do you guys hear that? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> uh what does a reindeer sound like? It, it's like a small horse. So the so foot footprints you're saying. You're going to hear footprints. Yeah, but it's louder than footprints. It's not it's not human footprints. There's a little bit more bass in those footprints. So the question, just to bring it back, is what sound does a reindeer make? So like the what audio sound does a reindeer make? So a cow moves. You want the audio? Yeah. You, what what, what sound does a reindeer sound? make? You want it's an similar, audio? Got to be similar to a horse, I would imagine. But my answer on the spot would have been they don't make a sound. They're quiet, but they do wear bells on their neck. And so you would hear a bunch of bells if they were near you. That yeah, is a pretty I, good answer, but it also leads me to believe that you don't think reindeers are real. And you can't be telling your kids reindeer reindeer aren't real at five? I'm sure that they, I know they're real, and I'm sure they make a sound, but that would have been my answer to my son if he asked me. I don't what about know. you, Teddy? Sound like you would have said. Yep, 100%. That's exactly yep. the sound that would have happened. Is that not right? I mean, well, is that not, wrong, it's, Matt? It's, okay, you know what, Matt? What do you have for me? Because I feel like you guys are telling me that's the wrong answer. Amato says bells. And so what do we got? Uh, Matt, how would you answer? So she said, what sound does a reindeer make? And I said, a reindeer brays. And she bray? said, what does a bray sound like? And I went, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even like a nay. A y'all. That sounded like Santa riding the reindeer. <laughs> you know, I she, think like, it was, it was like a him. reindeer was a cowboy in a past life, and that's what the sound came out as. It wasn't it it wasn't a cowboy Indian. Life. Yeah. Oh man. And she just took that answer. She's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah. She was like, "Okay, I'll listen for that." Hey, it's a win. It's a win in my book. That's a hell of a question. Always great questions coming out of that household. Well, we're gonna post the dad question of the week on the page uh would love to hear your thoughts try not to think about it too much yeah you could probably tell by our answers matt doesn't ask these uh questions beforehand i mean part of the, the whole fun of it is that amato and i are completely taken by surprise and you you could probably tell by how dumb we sound that we don't get prep for this no prep at all but i love it and i want to keep them coming because one day these will come up and i'm going to feel so prepared 
from when someone asked me, what noise does a reindeer make? Although I don't feel like we've really got to an answer, but going back to another previous episode that not all have heard is clouds are made of water droplets. And I've got that one in my back pocket now, if I ever get that question from Carter. You guys want to hear a reindeer uh, sound? Yes. All right. Well, let's keep moving. Exactly what I thought it would sound like. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> this was our Christmas Day special. We can't even stop the laughs. We had so much a good time tonight. <laughs> We've got pod picks that are going on the page. We've got anytime touchdown parlay. We had a great time with you. Thanks for tuning in. Betting with babies. Whether you follow or fade, let's win some cash.